Shalom to all. Today's office is in Dharma Daf Mem. We are starting a Lama Tesla Mudbay is the bottom line, the sixth word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Zarbas, Yaakov, Maisha, Hernish, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars, Rivka, Bas, Rav, Meir, Zev, Hernish, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah. I think Mark continues talking about bigger Chaylim, Rav Chal, Ben Chalash, Rav Chal, Ben Got Sick, Nafak, Achish, Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana went out and he announced Memo and Alpha on top, Rav Chal, Ben Baish, Rav Chal, Ben Sick. Like at the Kaasi, no one came to visit him. Armel Hus, Rav Kahana told everyone, like Achay, Maisa, Batalman, Echemi, Talmud, Rabbi Kiva, wasn't there a story that happened with one of Talmud of Rabbi Kiva, Shachala, he got sick, and Loy Nechnesu Chacham Levakre, no one went to visit him, Venechnes Rabbi Kiva Levakre, Rabbi Kiva went to visit him, Ubeshil Shechibdev Ribtai Lefanov, because he swept the floor and he put some water on it to tamp down the dust, Chaya, because of that, the Talmud lived, and Amr Lay, the Talmud told him, Rabbi, Hechi Sani, you've given me life, and Yasser Rabbi Kiva Vidarsh, Rabbi Kiva went out and darshaned, call me Shein Vakar Chaylim, anyone that's not Vakar Chaylim, he doesn't visit a sick person, Kiilu Shefech Damim, it's as if he's spilling blood, and Kasser of Dimi, Nardimi came from Ratz Yisrael, Amr, he said, call me Vakar Chaylim, anyone that visits a sick person, he causes him to live. Someone that does not visit a sick person, he causes him to die. The Gemara asks, my grandma, how exactly is he causing life or death? If you want to say, anyone that visits a sick person, so he's going to die for that person to live. And anyone that doesn't visit a sick person, he's going to die for him to die. We're assuming right now the reason why he's not visiting him is because he doesn't like him. But does that really make sense? Do you really think he's going to die for him to die? Just because he doesn't like him, and he's not visiting him, that doesn't mean he's going to daven for him to die. So we have a different explanation. Anyone that does not visit a sick person, he's not going to daven for him. Not that he should live or die, but he could still cause this fellow to die because it's very possible that had he davened, it would have been an Esratzayin and then the fellow would have lived. Therefore, by not davening, it causes the continued sickness and potential death of this fellow. And now the Gemara tells us, Rava, the first day the Rava was sick, he would tell everyone, don't tell everyone that I'm sick. He didn't want his mazel to be bad. Right at the beginning of a sickness, it could go either way. He could either get much worse or much better. And he didn't want to tell anyone because of Atiftach Bala Satan. And so he wanted to see if he was going to get better. But Mikan Ve'elach, after the first day of sickness, Armelohan, he would tell them, Puku Bashuka, go out and announce in the marketplace that I'm sick. Why is that going to be good for me? Anyone that hates me, he's going to be happy for me that I'm sick. the Pasuk says, When your enemy falls, do not be happy. And the Hemshach of the Pasuk is, Perhaps Hashem's going to see and it's going to be bad in his eyes. And he's going to turn his anger away from him. So if they're happy for me that I'm sick, it's going to be good because Hashem's going to turn his anger away from me and take away my sickness. And with the Rachamli, those people that like me, they're going to daven for mercy for me. And Amarav anyone that visits a sick person, he's going to be saved from Gehenim. Shanamar the Pasuk says, Praiseworthy is the one who thinks about the dull. On the day of evil, Hashem will save him. Now, ain't dull, the word dull is referring to a sick person. Shinamar, because the Pusik says, He will end my life with sickness. This is what Chizkiah Melech said in his tefillah after he was saved from his sickness. So we see this word dal has to do with sickness. Inami or Minhadein cries from this Pusik, Why are you, son of the king, sick, but biker, but biker every single morning? And Ein Ra'a el Gehenim. Ra'a refers to Gehenim. Shinamar, because the Pusik says, Call Paul Hashem Lamaneu. Everything Hashem does is for him, meaning it praises Hashem. Vegam Rasha Liyam Ra'a. Even the Rasha on the day of evil, meaning even when a Rasha gets put into Gehenim, that's a praise for Hashem. Now the Gemara continues, If one visits a sick person, what's his schar? The Gemara asks, what's his schar? He just said, he saved from Gehenim. The Gemara says, no, what's his reward in this world? So we quote a Pasuk, Hashem will guard him and give him life, and he will be fortunate on earth, and you won't give him up to his enemies. So now we dash in the Pasuk, Hashem will guard him, from the Yitzhahara, 
Hayu and will give him life, Min Hayusurim, meaning he's going to take away his Yisurim, Ushar Ba'aret, he's going to be fortunate on earth, Sheyu Hakal Meschabdim Bay, everyone is going to be honored through him, Fa'altit Neu, Benefesh Oivav, Sheyizam Nulay Reim, he's going to have friends, Kinamon, like Naman had friends, Sheripu has Saratai, they healed his Saras. When Naman had Saras, someone suggested that he go to Elisha, Elisha told him to bathe in the Yardin River seven times, he didn't want to, he felt it was beneath his dignity, but his friends told him, give it a try, let's see if it works, and he immersed in the Yardin seven times and he was healed, so those are good friends. And Hashem's not going to give him friends like Rechavam. They split his kingdom. We know that when Shlomo Melch died, his son Rechavam became king. The people asked him to lower the tax imposed on them by Shlomo due to the Binyan Beis Hamikdash, but he listened to his friends and made it even harsher. And because of that, Amisal rebelled, breaking off, forming their own kingdom. Now we're just going to have a little bit about Rechavim, and let's understand the background of the story that we just mentioned. When Rechavim became king, people asked him to lower the tax, so first he went to the Zikanim. He went to the older advisors who had advised Shlomo HaMelech, his father, and they told him, you know what, if you're nice in the beginning, everyone's going to support you, and they're going to be loyal subjects. You should lower the tax. But then he went to his friends, who were younger advisors, and they didn't really know the workings of the kingdom very well, and they said, no, you should be harsher than your father, and that's going to subjugate the people to your rule. And he listened to his friends. So now the Gemara tells us, Tanya have a bride, Shem ben if children tell you to build and elders tell you to break down listen to the elders don't listen to the kids because the building the children tell you to do that really is destruction and the destruction of Zekanim really is building and the simon to this is as we just said he went to the Zekanim and they told him something which seems to be a stira, a destruction of the kingdom they said lower taxes why would you lower taxes every government likes high taxes so it seems to be that it's a stira, but really it would have turned out to be a binion, it would have built the kingdom and they all would have been loyal subjects. And then we went to his friends that are considered children, they told him he should build, he should add to the taxes, it seems to be that that's good for the kingdom, but it turned out that that was the destruction of the kingdom. And back to talking about bigger chaylem, Amar Shisha Breder of Idi, loy lisud inish katsira, a person should not visit a sick person, loy not in the first three hours of the day or the last three hours of the day. Why? So that he, the visitor, shouldn't have hesachadas from davening for mercy. Now, why is this? The first three hours of the day, Rav Chadaite, the sick person, he has Archavasadas. People usually feel better in the morning. And if someone goes to visit the sick person in the morning, he's going to say, Oh, he's not so sick. I don't have to daven for him. And Basraisa, in the later three hours of the day, Takif Chulshe, he becomes much weaker. Usually at the end of the day, a sick person is really not feeling so good. And then the visitor is going to say, There's no help for him. I'm not going to even bother davening. So therefore, he should visit him in the middle part of the day. And the market continues, Amurav and Amurav. How do we know that Kosh sustains? a sick person. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, Hashem Yisadenu al-Eres Devai V'goymer, Hashem is sighted him on his sickbed. Now Yisadenu is a lashon of Suda, which is a lashon of giving food, which means that Kosh Baruch Hu doesn't give him food, but Hashem sustains him. And V'amirav in Amirav, Minayish HaShchina Shrui L'mal Mimitasa Shachayla, how do we know that the Shechina is on top of the bed of the Chayla? Shinamar says in the Pasuk, Hashem Yisadenu al-Eres Devai, Hashem is sighted him on the sickbed, which means Hashem is above the sickbed. And Tainam Yehoshua, we have a similar b'raisa. Hanechaz l'akers achayla, someone that goes to visit a sick person, lo yeshev al-gabi mito, he should not sit on the bed, v'lo yagabi safsol, not on a bench, v'lo yagabi kise, not on a chair, elmas atif yeshev al-gabi karka, he should wrap himself and sit on the ground. Why is that? That's because the shechina is on top of the bed of the sick person. So therefore, the person visiting should show respect and sit on the floor and not sit on the bed or on a chair or a bench. And more members of Amarav and Amarav, this is not related to visiting sick people. When there's a lot of rain in Eretz Yisrael, a great testimony to that is the Euphrates River. The Euphrates River is in Bavel, and that's much lower than Eretz Yisrael. But when the Euphrates River swells a lot, the people in Bavel know that there was a lot of rainwater in Eretz Yisrael. 
Yisrael. But when we look at the Shmuel, this is not like Shmuel. Damar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Naharami Kipim is Barich, that a river increases from its source. A river doesn't swell because of the rainwater, it swells because the underground springs which are feeding it are giving it more water. Now, how is Shmuel able to say that? We do know that when it rains, the river does swell. And the answer is because the Gemara in Tainis states that for every Tevach of rain which falls, it's met by two Tvachim of water coming from the deep. So when it rains, the main source of the river swelling is the rising water table. However, now the Gemara tells us, this member of Shmuel is an argument with a different member of Shmuel. Damar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Water is not metahir in its flowing state. Except for a river, which is like the Pras River during the days of Tishrei. Now let's take a moment to understand this. There are two different types of water which one may use for ritual immersion. And we specifically don't say mikvah so as not to be confusing, as we're going to hear in a moment. What are the two types? Number one, a mayan, a spring. Number two is a mikvah, which is literally a body of gathered water. Now there's a difference between the two of these. The water in the mayan is allowed to be flowing. However, mikvah water is not allowed to be. It has to be still. It has to be gathered and not moving. Now a river is like a mayan because it's fed by underground springs, and therefore one is allowed to use a river for tefillah. However, when there's a lot of rain and the river swells, so there's a chashash that there's more rainwater here than mayan water. And the way to say this is shema yisrabu neitfin alazaychlin. And the reason why one would not be allowed to immerse in the river now is because rainwater isn't from a mayan. Therefore, if one wants to be tevil in rainwater, it is not allowed to be moving. So Shmuel said the only time a person is allowed to immerse in a moving river is the Pras River during the days of Tishrei. Why is that? Because Tishrei is a time where there's no rainfall or melting snow. So the water in the Pras then is definitely only Mayan water. And just to bring this back to what we had said before, that this is a steer of Shmuel and Shmuel. Shmuel just said that we're not allowed to immerse in the Pras River unless it's during Tishrei because during the rainy season, we have to suspect that there's more rainwater. But Shmuel had just said a moment before that even when it rains a lot, the river swells not because of the rainwater, but because of the water from underneath the ground. And a person is allowed to be metire in that because that's spring water. So we have a Sira Shmuel and Shmuel. But now we just have another memoir of the Shmuel, Avad Lahain Mikvais Lebanase Biyamin Nisan. The father of Shmuel used to make mikvais for his daughters during Nisan, meaning during the rainy season, he would make sure that he had a mikvah in or near the house for them to be tival in because they couldn't be tival in the river. Umafzi Biyamin Tishrei. And during the days of Tishrei, when they were able to be tival in the water, he would make mats for them. Some say the mats were for Tzniyas, others were to say that the mats were put on the floor on the riverbed so that their feet wouldn't sink into the mud and then that would be a chatzitza. And now we continue with Agaritaz, Amrav Ami, Amrav. Maidachsev, what's pshat in the pasuk of Atah ben Adam and you son of man? Asaylacha clay gaila, make for yourself kalim of galus. Now a few times throughout Sefer Yechazkel, Hashem instructs him to perform an action which although on the surface might seem strange, it's meant to bring out a point and teach Klal Yisrael a lesson. So over here Hashem told Yechazkel that he should make for himself kalim of galus. Now what are kalim of galus? Zu ner uka'ara mem this is referring to a lamp, a bowl, and a mat. These have multiple uses. So when a person's in exile, when a person's traveling on the road, they would need to have this with them. And the message being conveyed to Am Yisrael is that they're going to be sent into Golos and they should have these things prepared. Now that we mentioned the punishment that's going to befall Am Yisrael, we continue with this. The Pasuk in the Techacha says, Bechaisar Kail, you're going to be without anything. What does that mean? You're going to be without anything. Without a lamp and without a table. Without a wife. Without an attendant. Without knowledge, without das. And Tana was taught, without salt and without fat. Salt and schmaltz flavors the food. That means that the food is going to be flavorless. And in Rabbi, he says, we have a tradition of Messiah. When we say that a person is poor, the poorest a person could be is when a person doesn't have das. And in Marava, Amri, and Yisrael, they say, and this is actually a great song, one who has this in him, meaning one who has das, he has everything. If he doesn't have this in him, so what does he have? If he acquires this, if he acquires das, what's he lacking? If he 
doesn't acquire this, Makani, what has he acquired? So you see from here, the Das is the greatest thing. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about sick people and Bikr Chaylim. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.